Chapter Five of the Little Minister. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Sylvia M. B. in Washington State. The Little Minister by J. M. Barry. Chapter Five: A Warlike Chapter, culminating in the flouting of the minister by the woman. Mister Dishart. Jean had clutched at Gavin in Bank Street. Her hair was streaming and her wrapper but half-buttoned. Oh, Mr. Dishart, look at the mistress. I could not keep her in the manse. Gavin saw his mother beside him, bareheaded, trembling. Oh, could I sit still, Gavin, and the town full of the skirls of women and bairns? Oh, Gavin, what can I do for them? They will suffer most this night. As Gavin took her hand, he knew that Margaret felt for the people more than he. But you must go home, mother, he said, and leave me to do my duty. I will take you myself if you will not go with Jean. Be careful of her, Jean. Aye, will I, Jean answered, then burst into tears. Mr. Dishart, she cried, if they date my father, they'd best take me mither too. The two women went back to the manse, where Jean relit the fire, having nothing else to do, and boiled the kettle, while Margaret wandered in anguish from room to room. Men nearly naked ran past Gavin, seeking to escape from Thrums by the fields he had descended. When he shouted to them, they only ran faster. A Tillyloss weaver, whom he tried to stop, struck him savagely and sped past to the square. In Bank Street, which was full of people at one moment and empty the next, the minister stumbled over Charles Ewell. "'Take me and welcome!' Ewell cried, mistaken Gavin for the enemy. He had only one arm through the sleeve of his jacket, and his feet were bare. "'I am Mr. Dishart. Are the soldiers already in the square, Ewell?' "'They'll be there in a minute.' and the man was so weak that Gavin had to hold him. "'Be a man, Charles. You have nothing to fear. It is not such as you the soldiers have come for. If need be, I can swear that you had not the strength, even if you had the will, to join in the weaver's riot.' "'For God's sake, Mr. Dishart!' Ewell cried, his hands chattering on Gavin's coat. "'Dinna swear that! My laddie was in the thick of the riot, and if he's tyne, there's the poorhouse gaping for Kitty and me, for I couldna weave half a web a week.' If there's a warrant agin anybody on a name you swear it's me. Swear I'm a desperate character. Swear I'm meekly strong for all I look palsied. And if when they take me my courage breaks down, swear on the mire. Swear I confessed my guilt to you on a book. As you will spoke, the quick rub-a-dub of a drum was heard. The soldiers! Gavin let go of his hold of the old man, who hastened away to give himself up. That's no soldiers! said the woman. It's the folk gathering in the square. This'll be a watery Sabbath in Thrums. Rob Dow, shouted Gavin, as Dow flung past with a scythe in his hand. Lay down that scythe. The hell what religion, Rob retorted fiercely. It spoils a thing. Lay down that scythe, I command you. Rob stopped undecidedly, then cast the scythe from him, but its rattle on the stones was more than he could bear. I winna, he cried, and picking it up, ran to the square. An upper window in Bank Street opened, and Dr. McQueen put his head out. He was smoking, as usual. Mr. Dishart, he said, you will return home at once if you are a wise man. Or better still, come in here. You can do nothing with these people tonight. I can stop their fighting. You will only make black blood between them and you. Dinna heed him, Mr. Dishart, cried some women. You had better heed him, cried a man. I will not desert my people, Gavin said. Listen, then, to my prescription the doctor replied. Drive that gypsy lassie out of town before the soldiers reach it. 
she is firing the men to a red heat through sheer devilry she brought the news or we would have been nipped in our beds some people cried does any one know who she is gavin demanded but all shook their heads the egyptian as they called her had never been seen in these parts before has any other person seen the soldiers he asked perhaps this is a false alarm several have seen them within the last few minutes the doctor answered they came from tilliedrum and were advancing on us from the south but when they heard that we had got the alarm they stopped at the top of the bride near tonohead's farm man you would take these things more coolly if you smoked show me this woman gavin said sternly to those who had been listening then a stream of people carried him into the square the square has altered little even in these days of enterprise when tillyloss has become newton bank and the craft head croft terrace with enamelled labels on them for the guidance of slow people who forget their address and have to run to the end of the street and look up every time they write a letter the stones on which the butterwives sat have disappeared and with them the clay walls and the outside stairs gone too is the stair of the townhouse from the top of which the drummer roared the gossip of the week on sabbaths to country folk to the scandal of all who knew that the proper thing on that day is to keep your blinds down but the townhouse itself round and red still makes the exit to the south troublesome wherever streets meet the square there is a house in the centre of them and thus the heart of thrums is a box in which the stranger finds himself suddenly wondering at first how he is to get out and presently how he got in to gavin who never before had seen a score of people in the square at once here was a sight strange and terrible andrew struthers an old soldier stood on the outside stair of the townhouse shouting words of command to some fifty weavers many of them scantily clad but all armed with pikes and poles most were known to the little minister but they wore faces that were new to him newcomers joined the body every moment if the drill was clumsy the men were fierce hundreds of people gathered around some screaming some shaking their fists at the old soldier many trying to pluck their relatives out of danger gavin could not see the egyptian women and old men fighting for the possession of his ear implored him to disperse the armed band he ran up the townhouse stair and in a moment it had become a pulpit dinna dare to interfere mr dishart struthers said savagely andrew struthers said gavin solemnly in the name of god i order you to leave me alone if you don't he added ferociously i'll fling you over the stair dinna heed him andrew someone shouted and another cried he canna understand our sufferings he has dinner ilk a day struthers faltered however and gavin cast his eye over the armed men rob dow he said william carmichael thomas wamond william munn alexander hobart henders haggart step forward these were the ad leaks and when they found that the minister would not take his eyes off them they obeyed all save rob dow never mind him rob said the atheist crookshanks it's better playing cards in hell than singing psalms in heaven joseph crookshanks responded gavin grimly you will find no cards down there then rob also came to the foot of the stair there was some angry muttering from the crowd and young charles ewell exclaimed curse you would you lord it o'er us on weekdays as weel as on the sabbath lay down your weapons gavin said to the six men they looked at each other hobart slipped his pike behind his back i hae no weapon he said slyly let me hae my fling this nicht thou entreated and i'll promise to bide sober for a twelvemonth oh rob rob 
the minister said bitterly are you the man i prayed with a few hours ago the scythe fell from rob's hands down with your pikes he roared to his companions or i'll brain you with them i lay them down the precentor whispered but keep your feet on them then the minister who was shaking with excitement though he did not know it stretched forth his arms for silence and it came so suddenly as to frighten the people in the neighbouring streets if he prays we're done for cried young charles ewell but even in that hour many of the people were unbonneted o thou who art the lord of hosts gavin prayed we are in thy hands this night these are thy people and they have sinned but thou art a merciful god and they were sore tired and knew not what they did to thee our god we turn for deliverance for without thee we are lost the little minister's prayer was heard all around the square and many weapons were dropped as an amen to it if you fight cried gavin brightening as he heard the clatter of the iron on the stones your wives and children may be shot in the streets these soldiers have come for a dozen of you will you be benefited if they take away a hundred oh hearken to him cried many women i winna answered a man for i'm ane o the dozen where's the egyptian here gavin saw the crowd open and the woman of windy ghoul came out of it and while he should have denounced her he only blinked for once more her loveliness struck him full in the eyes she was beside him on the stair before he became a minister again how dare you woman he cried but she flung a rowanberry at him if i were a man she exclaimed addressing the people i would not let myself be cotched like a mouse in a trap we winna some answered what kind of women are you cried the egyptian her face gleaming as she turned to her own sex that bid your menfolk gang to gaul when a bold front would lead them to safety do you want to be husbandless and homeless disperse i command you cried gavin this abandoned woman is inciting you to riot dinna heed this little man the egyptian retorted it is curious to know that even at this anxious moment gavin winced because she called him little she has the face of a mischief-maker he shouted and her words are evil you men and women of thrums she responded can that i wish you weel by the service i hae done you this neek o telled you the soldiers was coming it was you it was you ay and mony a mile i ran to bring the news listen and i'll tell you mar she has a false tongue gavin cried listen not to this brazen woman what i have to tell she said is as true as what i've telled already and how true that is you ken you're wondering how the soldiers has come to a stop at the top of brae instead of marching on the town here's the reason they agreed to march stock to the square if the alarm wasna given but if it was they were to break into small bodies and surround the town so that you could not get out that's what they're doing now at this the screams were redoubled and many men lifted the weapons they had dropped believe her not cried gavin how could a wandering gypsy know all this ay how can you ken some demanded it's enough that i do ken the egyptian answered and this mad i ken that the captain of the soldiers is confident he'll nab every one of you that's wanted unless you do one thing what is it if you are on different ways you're lost but if you keep together you'll be able to force a road into the country where you can scatter 
that's what he's fled you'll do then it's what we'll do it is what you will not do gavin said patiently the truth is not in this wicked woman but scarcely had he spoken when he knew that startling news had reached the square a murmur arose on the skirts of the mob and swept with the roar of the sea towards the town-house a detachment of the soldiers were marching down the roods from the north there's some coming friday east town end was the next intelligence and they've gripped sanders webster and and old charles yule has given himself up you see you see the gypsy said flashing triumph at gavin lay down your weapons gavin cried but his power over the people had gone the egyptians spoke true they shouted dinna heed the minister gavin tried to seize the gypsy by the shoulders but she slipped past him down the stair and crying follow me ran round the town-house and down the brae woman he shouted after her but she only waved her arms scornfully the people followed her many of the men still grasping their weapons but all in disorder within a minute after gavin saw the gleam of the ring on her finger as she waved her hands he and dow were alone in the square she's an awful woman that rob said i saw her lodging gavin ground his teeth rob dow he said slowly if i had not found christ i would have throttled that woman you saw how she flouted me end of chapter five recorded by sylvia m b in washington state